Welcome back. It's Stuart Holiday and Meridian Live uh, with Priscilla Israel from Botswana, who is one of our heroes today, who is uh, being recognized for her work in helping stop the scourge of, of trafficking in persons, which is a global problem. Um, Priscilla, just to ask first, how did you become uh, involved in this cause? Okay. Um, thank you very much, and I'm very grateful for having uh, been awarded this uh, opportunity to be here and have this award. But how I, it started, I'm a prosecutor by a profession, and as a prosecutor, as you know that uh, prosecutors are the people responsible for prosecuting the traffickers. And my boss, Mr. Line, I believe he saw uh, the ability and on me because as a person, as a as a person, as a as a contact person, and a focal person for extraditions and mutual legal assistance, I believe that he saw potentiality on me, and then he appointed me as the focal person for for women trafficking, and this is where it started, until we registered uh, a case of human trafficking in Botswana at court. But we started with awareness and the passion that I have. Because before before we had the law, uh, I was dealing mostly with uh, cases of uh, children, who, uh, children who are defiled, who are lost, who are, who are, because we didn't have trafficking as an offense, uh, so we had other offenses that we used in order to cover up for trafficking, like adoption and stuff like that. So I used to deal with those cases. I see. Yes. So and you saw the cases, um, but uh, you you have a new law. We right, have a new law that's uh, to prevent trafficking. And and what kind of problem is it in Botswana? Uh, how big is the problem with trafficking? Yes. Um, as, uh, uh, the, the law came into force in 2014, and uh, truly speaking, I never thought there was trafficking in Botswana um, uh, until 2015 in April when we went to validate the, the report, the SADC report on women trafficking, and then there were some facts that were put there in the report that indicated that there was trafficking in Botswana. And as a prosecutor, I didn't know that. And we had to hold the report in order to go and validate the facts that mm -hmm. uh, we had we had uh, we had given by the SADC. And then, uh, when we went to investigate further, indeed there were cases of trafficking, and uh, Botswana saw itself through me registering the first case of women trafficking in Botswana on the 24th of December 2015. The same case that of the facts that you were told at the at the at the, at, the, at the workshop, at the validating uh, workshop. And then thereafter, it started pouring like water was coming from the tap because now we, could, we knew and we believed that it was happening right under our eyes and, and behind our backs. And we looked for it, we found it, and at the moment, we have about nine cases at court. Yeah. So you did the first case under the new law? I did the first case under the new law and the rest of them. Great. And, and on this program, you're with people from other countries that are working on the same issue. Yes. What have you been able to learn from them uh, in terms of things that they're facing or trying to do in, in their countries? Do they all have laws on the books that are uh, against trafficking or 
are many uh, using different tools that you think you might need or could help you? Okay. Um, yes, there are some, like uh, the Cypress, the because there's a, a, a hero from the police. They have a specialized unit for that, and I realized that uh, with trafficking, uh, we need a specialized unit. But there are some that I've seen that um, they, they, they have challenges, especially if there's no pot political will. Because I've realized that in my country there's political will. That's how we managed to, to, to get where we are. But with other countries, I've seen that uh, from the explanations that I get from them, there's no political will. No matter even if we have the laws, if you have everything, as long as they're not implemented, and as long as there's no political will, those laws will not be implemented and they'll not mean nothing because they'll not save their peoples. So yes. you have the full backing of your government and what you're trying to do. Yes. Yeah, that's very important. Yes, yes. What do you think this, uh, what does this award, winning this award, uh, mean to you? Well, this award, it means a lot to me and a great deal to my country because it's an indication uh, that shows how uh, my country is dedicated. One, um, my country uh, has trained me and I've done, I've done, I've done a lot of training. This is through my country. And I've done my master's on international law, basing on international, um, basing on ICC and uh, humanitarian intervention and child soldiery. And this is some of the issues that made uh, me to have that ability to deal with issues of uh, human trafficking. And I'm very grateful, and it shows that uh, a country as Botswana, it, it educates its people in order to win to win fight against human trafficking. And uh, besides me as an individual, it means a lot and a great deal to my country because it shows, it shows the success of my country. Because one thing I'm saying that, uh, if you can remember, before 2014, we did not have uh, legislation on specifically on women trafficking. And I've, I've already indicated to you that we first registered our case in 2015, December, and at that time, uh, even our police officers, most of them did not know that the legislation existed. The social services, because you know the social services are most important uh, stakeholders because they deal with the victim, and victim is the most important uh, role player in this case. They didn't know anything about the they didn't know anything about the, the existence of the legislation. And my country has to work, push very fast mm -hmm. in order to come up. And everything like, was like a, a tree coming out from the soil. Is there and one case in particular that stands out in your mind that you, uh, that you remember being the, very important to you? Obviously the first one, but... Okay, no, uh, um, I, I will say the, this third one. The third one, uh, it's not completed yet, but the first one, we have led evidence, it's parted. But the first one uh, that comes in my country, it's, it's the most touching one. And it's, it involves a child who was trafficked from, from Zimbabwe by a fellow uh, country woman. And then uh, this lady had indicated to the parents that uh, she was going to look for employment for, for the girl. And she comes from a, a poor family. And then when she got into Botswana, she ran in, in a brothel, because brothels are not permitted in Botswana, they're illegal. So she ran a brothel and um, she sold 
this child to men. And we, we, we have been informed that about 13 men had sexual intercourse with her without using a condom. And uh, the little information that we got was that this, this man were not looking healthy. And there's a possibility that this child could have contacted HIV. So I did the mutual legal assistance. As we speak right now, the police are in Zimbabwe for gathering information. Mm -hmm. I, I did mutual legal assistance to request evidence from Zimbabwe, um, specifically her medical records, if they have. Because I want to know uh, at what status did she have before she was contacted? Because if she has contacted HIV, our act provides that it's an aggravating issue. Mm -hmm. And then again, in order we, we get to know her status in order for her to get help. She's a child, but I pray that she didn't contact it. But I fear she might have. Well, keep up your good work and your country is very lucky to have you uh, on the case. And we hope that uh, you're very successful when you get back, and thank you for your time. Uh, thank you very much.